Building boundaries in relationships is extremely important. It tells people how you feel about yourself and how you want to be treated. I offer a mini course on boundaries. In this course, you will learn how to raise your standards in relationships, know when a boundary has been violated, what to do, how to set your boundaries, and of course, enforce them. The ability to speak up for yourself is not only essential towards having healthy relationships, but it ensures you will begin building a healthy relationship within yourself. It is a practice to learn how to be assertive and confident in your communication with others, especially the toxic people that we come across in life. It's time to let go of our fear of confrontation and setting boundaries with other people. Sign up today on my website in the links below. Hey guys, welcome back to Heal, Survive, and Thrive. I am so excited that you are here. Let's dive right into this week's topic. This week, we're going to get into the fear of intimacy, the fear of vulnerability. Uh, The reason why this topic is really important is because if you're coming out of any horrific, bad relationship experience, so we're talking emotional abuse, narcissistic abuse, that relationship that has completely changed you and shook you at your core, or even if we're just talking about our past, our childhood, the way we are, the way we are, like old wounds that are still carrying, still stuck inside of us, right? And they're playing out after relationship after relationship, and you tend to keep repeating the same mistakes over and over again. So the big part of those mistakes is obviously number one, not knowing what the wound is, but then number two, once you kind of understand like, yep, I got some intimacy issues. Yep. I don't like being, being vulnerable. Yes. I have trust issues. I'm scared. You know, I have abandonment stuff going on. Once you start kind of recognizing all of that, then it's a matter of like, well, what do I do about it? So let's get into that. Okay, so let's dive into the fear of intimacy. So intimacy really, and that fear of being vulnerable with people really stems from abandonment. Now you can have two types of abandonment. You can have physical abandonment or emotional abandonment. Physical abandonment is obviously very obvious. Uh, Someone peace out, (laughs) someone left. Like someone was like, see you later. I'm not in your life whatsoever. So if you're talking about being in a relationship, someone that just out of the blue asks for a divorce, like, yeah, you may have been having some issues in your relationship, but it wasn't anything where you deemed worthy of, okay, I kind of saw this coming. It just completely came out of nowhere. You were just in a relationship going through some stuff and you were trying to figure it out. And then all of a sudden one day, someone just like ups and leaves abandonment. Um, dad just abandoned the family when you were five years old, abandonment. Mom was an alcoholic and gave you up for adoption, abandonment. So abandonment is a physical thing. Um, and it's something that is very predominant in a lot of people's lives. And they don't really talk about it because I think we just have been programmed with this tough love mentality of you just got to push through. There's nothing you can do about it. But then we don't really learn how to heal that stuff because it's a trauma and it's something that you have to heal. So that's physical abandonment. Emotional abandonment is something that is a little more gray and not so black and white. So emotional abandonment is a little tricky. So you could have had mom and dad home every single night. They were married for 40 years, or you could be in a relationship with someone and they're not going anywhere. They're not physically leaving you, but they could be emotionally abandoning you. Emotional abandonment is more of things like you're never heard or really understood. You know, someone doesn't really sit in a space for you and try to understand where you're coming from. You're just you're just dismissed a lot of the time. So you're never going to get validation from this person. 
you were often not accepted by this person. Um, you were rejected. So there was always something wrong with you. Uh, there were always all the issues in the relationship or issues even in your childhood were just about you. It's there's something wrong with you. You're different and or you're tough or you're not easy to talk to. It was just the, the finger was always pointed at you and you weren't really accepted for who you are. Unconditionally loved flaws and all. You were definitely not supported and you were definitely not respected. Again, this looks different in between the relationship with you and your parents versus you and your intimate partner, or even like friendships and things like that. But those two rela relationships, while they're different, they are similar in the sense that we're going to give both people respect. So the parent needs to give the child respect, just like the child should give the parent respect. It's a two-way street and you have to be able to give your child that level of respect, meaning, I hear you, it's your turn to talk, I'm not gonna interrupt you, I'm not going to say, I'm not gonna be verbally abusive to you, I'm not going to diminish your opinions and your thoughts and your feelings, I'm going to really respect wholeheartedly who you are and what you bring to the table. I'm not going to try to change you and conform you into who I think you should be, I'm going to just respect the human being that you are and your thoughts and your opinions. When you are in a relationship and you don't feel supported, you know, the, the support and respect kind of go hand in hand. So if someone's not going to respect who you are, then they're definitely not going to then support you in any way, shape or form. So when you didn't feel that sense of connection with someone where you weren't being understood, you weren't being validated, you weren't being respected, no one really cared about your thoughts and feelings, um, and again, you don't have to have lived in an environment in childhood that was completely neglectful. Every now and then, just mom saying something or dismissing you or dad really not being able to fully support you, over time, those things that were consistent, they start to chip away at you and you begin to start having a little bit of a fear because think about it, especially in childhood, these were the two people that were supposed to be able to give you all of these things because you weren't a logical child to understand, well, how can mom give this to me when she's got her own issues? And okay, dad's literally never going to validate me because he is egotistical or narcissistic. Like, so you weren't a child that could rationally understand what was going on. So you just took everything on as if it was about you as if you were flawed. And then because of that programming, your mind starts creating a tape that doesn't, isn't able to distinguish between real fear and make-believe fear. So for example, the tape's gonna start to play of don't get close to people because when you show people who you are, they reject you. And it's not people, it was this one person, but your brain doesn't know the difference between, you know, everyone in the whole world to just dad or just mom or just your ex-wife or ex-husband. Hey guys, so I want to talk to you about a fun narrative podcast. The Forgiven Podcast is an audio drama retelling Bible scandals in a more modern setting, focusing on forgiveness in a canceled culture. Join every day and you guys can listen to and hear the audio drama plus bonus episodes, including personal forgiveness stories, Bible narrations, gospel music, sermons, and so much more. If you want to go and get lost in some stories and also learn a little bit along the way, this is the podcast for you. So listen everywhere. 
such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and more. Click the link in my show notes and listen for free. One of, probably one of the biggest, I mean, all of these are really big ones in terms of childhood trauma and childhood wounds that you carry around with you. But another huge one that I don't think most people often talk about is the lack of affection and the ability to show real love. I know a lot of families where they don't hug, they don't kiss, they feel uncomfortable when someone's upset or crying, they don't know what to do and they kind of freeze up. So that inability to connect physically, to be able to show that level of admiration and love for another person, as much as someone doesn't mean to do it, it is neglect, it is abandonment because again, you're sitting waiting to be loved, shown affection, shown empathy, and someone's incapable of doing it. And on some levels, those are abandonment, especially when you're talking about childhood traumas. So remember, the fear of intimacy, the fear of vulnerability, these abandonment issues that you have, these are just defense mechanisms that you then kind of took with you along your adult life, you know, the course of your life, um, because of the program, because of the fear, because of the consistent abandonment that you received, where you were put up for adoption, you had physical abandonment there. Then you were adopted by a woman and she was never able to fully accept you and show you unconditional love, okay? You never had a voice when it came to dad. He never cared about your thoughts and feelings. Um, your ex-husband never fully valid, valued you or supported you. So over the course of your entire adult life, you've been in these relationships where you have been shown abandonment over and over again. The difference between who you are now and where you were as a child is a few things. Your adult self now that has these wounds that you're taking on with you or that you have been taking along with you, you don't realize that you're actually living on, in an adult place, you're living out a childhood wound. So you're, the way to really reprogram this is to be able to no notice or recognize when and who you have this fear with. So if you're scared to go into a new relationship, when you're scared to be able to just tell someone what you think and how you feel, set boundaries because you don't think that someone's going to respect them, or you're so scared to get into another relationship again because you have a fear that someone's just going to leave you or become something different, especially when you're dealing with traumas from narcissistic relationships. When someone takes the mask off, that's a huge trauma because you were you were believe you believed that this person was this way and when that mask comes off and they turn out to be the worst person you've ever actually met in your entire life that a hundred percent is a trauma and it shakes you at your core but unless you are very mindful and aware and that's probably one of the biggest things in terms of healing and reprogramming is being aware that what you're playing out in your current life is based on a past experience. Now, I know that may not sound like groundbreaking stuff that you probably wanna hear, but awareness is a huge factor when trying to heal and reprogram. Because if you're not aware, then whatever you went through, whatever trauma, is going to continue to live out time and time again. So it's not that awareness, that moment where you get to actually make a decision on do I want to keep going down this road or do I want to change directions and go down a different road and try something different? Be vulnerable, speak to someone about my thoughts and feelings. The only way you can really be comfortable with this process and being able to be aware to then do something different is when you have worked on yourself. 
working on yourself is so incredibly huge because you were never taught how to not abandon yourself. You were never taught how to validate yourself. You were never taught how to value yourself, support yourself, unconditionally love yourself, allow yourself to think and feel whatever it is that you need to feel, be able to sit in a space for yourself. So until you are able to really parent yourself, and that's why I'm always talking about self-parenting on this channel, until you're able to, or love yourself or whatever you wanna call it, but until you're able to be the parent to yourself, the friend to yourself, and give yourself all of the things that you expect others to give to you. Because here's the reality of life. Not everyone's going to be able to give it to you. That's just the truth. <laughs> That's the hard reality of life is people are going to disappoint you. People are going to abandon you. But when they do, are you okay? Are you able to heal? Are you able to validate? Are you able to move on? Or are you easily gaslighted? Do you get manipulated very often? Do you have absolutely no boundaries and standards and are completely codependent? Do you need and crave love? You know, if you're not working on your inner self, then when people do abandon you, number one, two things, you will start to make better decisions in people. You'll be able to start to see red flags very, very clearly and you won't indulge in them because you don't come from fear and lack and insecurity. You don't need someone to fill you up. So when you see things, you start to believe them in people. And number two, even if you tried as best you possibly could and someone just decided one day to wake up and abandon you on whatever the levels that I'm talking about, physical or emotional, you know how to take care of yourself and you're not always looking for someone else to constantly give you everything that you should always be giving yourself. Now, here's the reality of relationships. Relationships are vulnerable. Relationships leave us, leave us out there. They leave us raw, they leave us exposed. But there's something really incredibly beautiful about being so good in your own skin and so healthy that you can show someone else who you are because you fully accept who you are. The only way you're ever going to be comfortable with anyone to really show you, I'm getting goosebumps, to really show you who you are is if you're comfortable with who you are. And when you really start loving yourself, you want people to see the real you because then you get to see the real them. And that's where true intimacy comes into play. And yes, of course, relationships are a risk. They're a gamble. All relationships are people going to disappoint and let you down at times, probably because they're human too. But again, I go back to no matter what happens to you, if you know you're going to be okay and that's your mantra, it's something I always say to myself. There are certain phrases that I continuously say to myself all the time because they're the truth. And I don't want to ever lose sight of that real hard fact is no matter what happens to me, I'm gonna be okay. No matter what happens to me, I can take care of myself. No matter what happens to me, I know how to love me, so I'm good, you know? And while I never wanna go through pain, who does? It is a part of life. Whether it's pain that someone inflicts on you or if it's just pain that life hands you. So I hope that that has helped you understand your intimacy issues, your fears a little bit more. I didn't wanna just sit here and give you all the signs of fear of intimacy or fear of vulnerability because chances are if you're watching this video, you know on some levels what you're scared of <laughs> and what terrifies you to death. Um, and it's really just a matter of working through those past wounds, that those past stories that are kind of really playing out in your day-to-day -day life and affecting the happiness that you do deserve and the intimacy and the real love and connection that you do deserve.
So thanks guys for listening to this week's episode and I will see you next week. Hey friends, thanks for loving our podcast and thriving with us. If you are still thinking after listening to enough podcasts that you still need some guidance or answers with your healing journey, then book a session with me today. You can click below any podcast for more information or go to my website, www.stephanielynlifecoaching.com.